Welcome to the Makeshift Podcast, hosted by Chris Powell from Full Steam Designs, myself, Corey Stanley from Odyssey CNC. What do you got going on this week, Chris? Man, I've been at war this week. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, with Mother Nature. I don't know if I don't know if you've seen my reels. I've been uh, like climbing under the house, climbing through the attic. I got something above my bedroom that's been making all this noise, and so like I j- I have like a one fl- one story house, but mm. it's got you know an attic above it, and then one of the rooms, which what, the room I'm in right now is like a we call it a frog, like a furnished room over garage. A frog. Yeah, that's what we call it down here. I don't I've know. I always I always heard it referred to as like a mother-in-law suite. Uh, what do you, what do you guys call it in Missouri? I think like a loft, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, the mother-in-law. I don't thing. know. Well, a yeah, loft. Yeah. Normally, I that's feel like, like a loft. You can look down into like another room. Yeah, maybe. I can see that. The but, the mother-in-law thing. I I typically associate with like a detached house because I wouldn't want my mother-in-law mm-hmm. in my house. <laughs> I'm just kidding. She's a sweet lady. Yeah, you better throw that in there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, so yeah, I've been, you know, trying to like go in the attic and and like spray. I got like this peppermint spray and stuff that's supposed to deter them. But I'm looking around and you know just didn't see anything torn up. But in my bedroom, it, the ro- the ceiling goes all the way to the roof. So mm. you know, it's just like the the drywall and then the insulation and whatever, and then the, the ceiling and shingles and everything, or the, the roof and ceiling and shingles. Like a vaulted ceiling? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. So it then that's where it sounds like it's coming from. And I'm like, man, there's no freaking way. So I got up on the roof and I'm cl- climbing around and I found a bunch of like little holes and stuff. So, hmm. you know, now I'm looking at getting my roof done and I had a couple guys come out and give me a quote. And the first guy got here before I had gotten home and he's like, like shaken. He's like all messed up. I'm like, I'm like, Hey, what's, what's going on? He's like, he's like, man, uh, you know, I was going to go, normally I'd go and measure the roof and, uh, you know, climb up there and everything. He's like, but, uh, I got about halfway up your roof and, and took a ride down on one of the shingles. And, uh, my <laughs> ladder was the only thing that stopped me. He's like, I gotta be honest with you. I'm, I'm a little shaken up right now. I'm like, I'm like, all right, well you can, you can take a minute. I'm like, man, I wish I was here to see that. <laughs> but, oh, yeah, thank God. Thank God. Nothing happened to the guy. I mean, it'd be, would have been, you know, pretty oh, bad man. if I showed up and the dude was just like laying in the driveway or something, but <laughs> probably, probably not a good idea to just go up on someone's house if they're not home. And I mean, he picked like the absolute steepest part. I mean, not that he probably would have gone into my backyard, but my back porch is, is a pretty shallow slope. And then, you know, it goes up to the regular part of the roof where it's, where it is pretty steep. So there's no, I, I will not go on that part. Like <laughs> it's not that I'm afraid of heights, but it's just something about the angle. It's just too much. I, I can't even get like traction to climb up. Then again, mm. I'm wearing like vans, vans and shit, which probably aren't exactly designed for climbing on roofs, van slip ons. No. Like I'm going <laughs> to slip right out of them anyway. So no, but they are designed for skating down on it. Hmm. On there a shingle, so yeah, yeah, um, they they uh they do that good, and so do his work boots apparently. But so <laughs> yeah, then uh, another guy comes, another company comes, and there he actually got up there. He had gone up on the back because I told him I was like, hey, you know, the first guy took a ride down this side. You might not want to want to go up there. So he went up in the back of the house and he starts climbing up. He's like, uh, you know, you got like a big hole up here, right? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, you mean the one by the chimney? He's like, no, on the other side. I'm like. 
uh, can you get a picture for me? And and he's like, well, you could probably see it from the ground if you get like just at the right angle. And I could I came around the front and could just barely see where it looked like all the like shingles were pushing up. And huh. he took a took a picture and it's like all the boards are pushing up. Hmm. And so I thought it was maybe bats because I'm getting like a squeaking noise. Oh, I, yeah. I, you know, like. When shit like this happens, obviously you run to YouTube and you're like, what makes this noise in my roof? <laughs> and I found this one video and the guy's like, it's some pest control companies. Like we get, we get three types of calls. Uh, one person is like, I've got like a, a light scratching noise and that's usually, you know, mice and squirrels and, and stuff like smaller animals. He goes, or we get, uh, they'll say they have a squeaking noise and that's always bats. Hmm. Um, and he said, and I had squeaking, so I was like, well, it must be bats. And he's like, or we'll get, oh my God, it's coming through the ceiling. Like, please get somebody out here. And I'm like, man, <laughs> I got a little bit of that too. So I went and got this sonic noisemaker yeah. and I put it in my attic and then I came downstairs like this little door behind me here. I know nobody listening can hear it, but it's the little door that I talk about that's behind me all the time in the, in the, the video. Um, in there is, is my attic and I put it in there. And as soon as I went downstairs, it sounded like a hippopotamus was like trying to get out of my ceiling. It was crazy. And then the noise stopped for like a whole day. Hmm. And all of a sudden it started back up again. I started hearing the squeaking and whatever. And Oh, also when that happened, I went outside and I looked up and saw a bat flying around. Oh, if you saw it, I put it in the the patron uh, chat. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so a little bat was flying around, just one of them. And I'm like, well, maybe I do have bats and maybe there was something else up there. So, you know, a couple of days have gone by. I've still been kind of messing with it. And, you know, I'm just not getting on the roof. I tried, but I just can't do it. So I got my my ladder and kind of rigged it up in the corner to get it like as high as I could. Because it's like, I don't know, this hole is like 10 or 15 feet up the roof. So mm. it's it's pretty high. It's like almost at the top of the peak. And I used this like extendable brush that I have to like clean the side of the house. It, it extends like 20 feet. And I took that sonic thing, plugged it into an extension cord, made sure it was working. And then I used that brush mm. to like hang it above the hole and dangle it down in. As yeah. soon as it went into the hole this massive raccoon climbs out (laughs) and looked at me and I'm like standing on the ladder. I'm like, Oh my God, like this thing's going to come at me or something. And, and I just froze and it, fortunately it ran the other way. I don't want to mess with any, (laughs) any animals like that. He's like, uh, man, what the fuck? Yeah. I was, I was kind of freaking out on this ladder. Anyways, I was like, man, I wish I was recording that, but I was, uh, I don't know. I don't need to be on roofs. Dude, so, you should have had a camera game. on the, the speaker as it was going in. Well, yeah. You're, so you're now I creator. can't now I can't even get my brush back because the wire is like all tangled <laughs> in it. So basically, I got to leave it up there because it seemed like it worked. You know, obviously, it got got that thing out of there. I don't know. Maybe there are bats in there. It's got like two modes on it um, or three modes. It's got like a lower frequency that's for like rats and squirrels. It's got a high frequency that's for bats. And then it's got like a dual sort of do both of them and alternate. Oh. Um, 
I, I couldn't believe it worked though. Normally like those little gadgets, it was like 40 bucks. Normally oh. those get little gadgets like never work, you know? I didn't even know they um, made that. Yeah. I, I've got them for uh, moles. I have like moles in my yard mm-hmm. and the, I got these ones that came on like spikes and you, you know, <laughs> push them into the ground and then it, it every once in a while you hear like beep, like it just keeps doing that. I got, I got two of them, like one in my front yard, one in my backyard. And I guess it works because I don't see the moles around the house anymore. Now they're just in other parts of the yard. Huh. Or they went over to my neighbor's yard. That's so I told my neighbor I was going. He he saw me walking outside with like all this stuff. Oh, I loaded up a squirt gun <laughs> full of um, that peppermint spray, like a like a super soaker kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like walking around the front of the house, and I was like, I was like, I think I got bats. I was like, I'm about to send them over to you. <laughs> He's probably like, great. Oh man, you you look like a Ghostbuster out there with all oh, your gadgets yeah. and your um, yeah. gun. I can't I can't imagine what they think. I, I was up on my roof this morning and the one neighbor behind me, she's like, don't go up there. <laughs> I'm like, cause I'm, I'm like, I'm like four steps up. And then I like leaned forward cause I wasn't getting traction. I was like, well, maybe I can kind of climb the roof like this. She's like, don't do it. This is older woman. <laughs> I'm like, I know, I know. Shut up. <laughs> You didn't have like a grappling hook or like suction cups. Like that, yeah, that's what I need. I need I need like one of those things that'll hook over the, the ridge. No, you need and, that thing uh, that's like a, a step that you always see on the videos where like they just throw it on the roof and stand on it immediately. Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, honestly, you I need to get sponsored by them. There we go. I know, this, I know is that this thing's, what you're trying to do. <laughs> yeah, I know that thing's supposed to work under like any circumstance, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, the shingles just came out. <laughs> I was going to say, it doesn't, doesn't work if the shingles all come yeah. loose. <laughs> it's awesome. <sighs> so, yeah, it's been, uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to say stressful, like it's <clears throat> like it's really stressful, but it's uh, just been one more thing that I didn't expect to have to deal with. Now yeah. I got to have a roof put on and I, oh, mm-hmm. I got, uh, a, a, like if you look at my house from, you know, Google earth or whatever, you can't even see it because there's so many trees. Mm. Um, so before I do the roof, I want to have every branch that covers or comes over the roof trimmed. Um, and I actually got a tree that, uh, it's a beech tree. Mm. Um, it, during our la- one of the last storms we had, I just heard this loud thud. I went outside, and the whole top of it had just fallen off, like nice. this massive branch. It, it, w- it really wasn't a branch; it was like the trunk of the tree coming out of the top. It just <laughs> broke right off, and uh, you know, fortunately, it just dropped in the yard. It, it could have hit the house because it's right next to the house. Yeah. So, um, you know, now that that's open, I mean, obviously it was rotten out anyways, but now that it's open, it's going to keep rotting even more. Yeah. So I'm going to have that one taken down. Mm. so uh patrons get to uh, get in there start supporting us <laughs> <laughs> right uh i'm gonna need yeah. it yeah I, I didn't know those uh those sonic things work like that because we uh it's crazy the shop we were in not too long ago back when i was doing like the uh escape room stuff we mm. were in like a, a hundred year old shop and um so the we were, we were above another store in the second story of this uh, building, and it was full of bats. Like, oh, every yeah, every day, just be flying through there. I mean, at night, they'd be all flying through there. Mm. But, um, you know, the landlord was like, yeah, we're going to get rid of the bats. He kept saying, yeah, <laughs> we're going to get rid of the bats. I'm like, all right, cool. Well, like, you know, we'd, we'd put our stuff up there, and we're like, you know, can you, can you get rid of them soon? Because, you know, they, they shit on everything. 
And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I don't know. We were there for like a year. He never got rid of the bats. <laughs> and they, they <laughs> shit on everything. We had eventually basically abandoned it because we're like, man, this is terrible. We'd moved to a different shop. But it was a it was a cool shop. We had a it was like a freight elevator, but it was all like this, hmm. you know, ginormous pulley system. And, a, oh, and yeah. it was all um, operated by like these big ropes and shit like by that. Bats. Yeah, the by bats. Bats. They would, <laughs> yeah. They would, fl- they would flap their wings and lift it up. Yeah. I mean, it, they had converted it to uh, an electric motor on there, but you could tell it still mm-hmm. had all the, the old gears and stuff. Hmm. And uh, it was, it cool. was sketchy. You had to like, <laughs> there was one part of the, the pulley where you had to, you had to keep tension on it where it would get loose from the wheel. <laughs> it was like this mm. six foot diameter wheel. <laughs> And nice. if you didn't keep pressure on it, like we use like a, a pipe and just you could see it like smoking because you're just like putting pressure on it and it's just the belt's getting hot. Um, but if you let off, it would just like the elevator would start to slip back down. <laughs> so, but apparently back in the day, they had a um, Model A cars, I think, up there. Like they, I don't okay. know if they assembled them up there, but then they brought them down. I don't know, but it was pretty <laughs> cool. Now, this was in uh, Missouri still, yeah, yeah. like where you are now? Okay. Yeah, yeah, it was in uh, Nixa, Missouri. Hmm. So, yeah, it was cool. But Very anyway, nice. the, the thing that wasn't cool were the bats, and you could not get rid of them because they were protected. So unless you, yeah. like, built a bat box somewhere else and found a way to, like, get them to get out and then plug all the hole, the holes in the building, like, that's pretty much the only, re- the only way you could actually get rid of them. Yeah. Uh, but... I didn't know they made these Sonic things, or we probably would have been, you know, up there yeah, looking yeah, like yeah. you, looking like a Ghostbuster blasting them. Yeah, so. that that thing really was great. I, I really was surprised that it worked because, like I said, usually gadgets like that just they don't work. You know, mm. you'll have a bunch of fake people in the comment section or the the reviews saying, "Oh, best product ever," you know, oh, they, that dude. they never work. I, I I have a story about a I, I almost got scammed. Oh yeah. Um, I mean it wasn't. It wouldn't even, it wouldn't have been that bad, but it was a uh, <laughs> still would have been a scam. Um, but there's this company, and uh, I think they're called like AskForFunding.com. So I'm looking for you know investors or funding to try to mm. you know get the get the business going. But they, there's all kinds of different funding options out there, mm. and uh, so I'm looking around and I, I try this one website, the Ask for Funding, and um, it's like a m- subscription based. I didn't know that until you fill out your, you put your email in there to sign up and then you get hit with the paywall and it's like, oh, it's a hundred bucks a month, but you're, you know, plastered in front of all these investors. And I was like, hmm, no thanks. Mm-hmm. I'll just find a, a website that's not going to charge me to even get in the website. You know what I mean? Because a, a lot of those, like, it's like Kickstarter where they'll, they'll take a, a cut of helping you and that's how they get mm-hmm. paid. But this is like just signing up for a membership. And I'm like, well, how many months am I supposed to have this before I even get put in front of an, an investor that's good for, for my business? And uh, so, I'm, you know, the dude's like emailing me, calling me. And I had I had a phone call with him. Um, but, you know, he's trying to get me to sign up. And I'm like, man, I'm just, you know, I'm really not in- interested. He's like, OK, well, if you change your mind, you know, what, you know, whatever. Here's five dollars off our, you know hundred dollar membership a month. I'm like, great. Yeah. That'll really sell me. <laughs> but uh, so he keeps emailing me and, uh, they send you like, Oh, these people would be, you know, good investors. And like, but you can't, you can't actually contact the people directly. Like they send mm-hmm. you their business info. And I tried looking them up and it's like, doesn't seem like a real business. So, mm-hmm. uh, I go on, I think I just was Google searching. Like, is this ask for funding website even legit? 
and it went to a, a Reddit, uh, mm. what do you call it? A Reddit, a, a subreddit, a Reddit, yeah. a post. I don't know Whatever. what you call it, a Reddit, a thing. And uh, I go on there the and it was, huh? It's one of the layers of hell. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, uh, it's talking about it. And, you know, a few people were like, yeah, I tried it. Nothing ever came from it. it seemed really weird. Um, one guy was like, yeah, I, I tried it for a month and then I tried to cancel at the end of the month and they charged me for the next month and they wouldn't let me get the hundred bucks back, even though I wasn't a part of it for the next month. And then, um, another one was like, yeah, I thought it was really weird. And there was this guy named Andrew and like, it, I, I really got the feeling he was like doing this out of like his, his mom's basement or something like that. And another person was like, oh yeah, Andy, that's the guy I talked to also. And wouldn't you know it? Andrew's That's the guy I talked to also. <laughs> and I was like, motherfucker. <laughs> He's a one man show. <laughs> yeah, apparently. You so. ever watch like the scam baiters on um, YouTube? No, I haven't. There'll be. So, I mean, this is like, you know, have you ever, I'm sure you've seen or at least heard of like older people getting scammed. Mm, oh, and, yeah. And whatever, where somebody will call up and they'll say, this is the IRS and you owe us. if you don't pay us today, you know, we're coming to foreclose on your home (laughs) or something. And, you know, the, these, they take advantage of people who aren't like tech savvy or whatever, or, you know, are, are living on like a fixed income. That's kind of their, their targeted audience. Yep. And they'll get these older people to go to Walmart and get them like Google gift cards, gift cards. Yeah. Or or whatever. And, uh, send them and they don't even need to send them the, the gift card. They just give them the code off it or they'll even get them to put money into boxes. Like people put it like 10, 20, $30,000 into a box and they'll mail it to somebody. That's insane. (laughs) And, and (laughs) they just don't know any better. Um, but there's scam baiters out there on YouTube who will, uh, use like, like, uh, voice changers and oh, stuff. And, I have seen one of those. Yeah. 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 There's a couple of really good ones. Um, but they'll make themselves sound like old people or yeah. this other guy, uh, Jim Browning. He doesn't really do that, but he's just, I he just, you know, kind of acts stupid or whatever. Hmm. And meanwhile, you know, while they're on the phone with them, he'll be, hacking into their computer oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've heard of and that, yeah. finding all their information. He'll get on like their CCTV. He'll find out the buildings they're in, get on that and like tell them what they're wearing yeah, and yeah. all sorts of stuff. And these people are freaking out, you know, <laughs> and it, you know, obviously it doesn't always stop them, but you know, it, it, it doesn't shut down like the big, big like companies that are doing this. Cause this is, this is like a, a business for some oh, yeah. people, you know? Yeah. Um, but it'll scare the individual workers a lot of times. And, uh, you know, hopefully the goal is to get them out of it. Um, but yeah, like that, Mar- that, uh, Jim Browning, he's worked with, uh, what's that guy's name? Mark Rober. Mm. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah yep. they, they did like a package bomb. Thing yeah. That's the best. Where, yeah. That yeah. Oh, awesome. Yeah. It, it, uh, like sprayed glitter and like fart yeah, yeah. spray all over. Yeah, it was yeah. like hitting them in the face and then recorded them and everything. Yeah. That's so, awesome. Yeah. I mean, they have gotten some of them shut down, but I don't know. I guess like the, the police in some of these countries probably are probably getting paid by them. So, <laughs> probably. Yeah. This is, this is like billion dollar. This is like oh, a billion yeah. dollar industry, you know? Yeah. I believe it. Did you, uh, did you ever watch, uh, Brian house's video 
of catching the scammer. Oh, like the old one. Yeah, yeah, right? so yeah. It was like because he had like a, before he did like an IT company. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He was yeah, on wa- the news. Yeah, I think yeah. I found his news article or something. Oh, okay. Yeah, I watched that. Um, I, it was some, probably something we had talked about, and then we both watched it or something. Um, but and, uh, and no, you know when it was? It was when he was on the podcast because I needed a thumbnail. And I was like, oh, let me just look up his picture. And it came up with some news article that (laughs) said, uh, you know, someone, some guy that owned a computer company had a scammer and he like had him on the phone and he was like, dude, why do you, why are you doing this? Like, I mean, I need money. Like this is what I do to survive and whatever. And, and I hear a lot of the same things from those scam baiters. Yeah. So I guess Brian house is also a scam baiter. <laughs> that <laughs> was a really good video. Though. Like, scam baiter. <laughs> like, like he, he's got some pretty good people skills. If he could just talk that guy into confessing to his whole, like he's like, yeah. yeah. So he's like, dude, you got me. He's like, yeah, yeah you yeah. almost had me. He's like, how, you know, how many, uh, how many people do you scam like this? Like a day. And he's like, ah, you know, quite a few, like guy starts bragging about it. <laughs> he's yeah. like, that's so funny. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I'm sure the individual people don't make a ton of money, but that, like I said, those companies and they they keep like track of it, and and these guys that are hacking into their computers will get these lists, and sometimes they'll have the the victims' phone numbers and stuff, and they'll call them, and uh, um, you know, let them know like, hey, you're being scammed. Do not send these people any more money because that that's the other thing. It's like once they get you once they stay on it and they'll have other oh, companies, yeah. you know, one day it'll be the IRS. The next day it's Microsoft and, and all these different companies calling you and whatever. And it just, they just take the, the people for everything they got. It's a, it's yep. a, it's a pretty deep rabbit hole. If you, uh, if you want to waste a ton of time, but <laughs> it's pretty interesting. Yeah. I didn't expect to, to be talking about like the scam baiters. I, I would used to watch that stuff a lot though. It's pretty interesting. <laughs> You never really know what tangent we're going to go off on. Yeah. <laughs> Whew, man. So, uh, what have you been up to then? Well, well, I've been, uh, well, I've been battling animals. Well, making machines. Uh, how's, got, how's that going? It's going good. You know, we've got the uh, the bigger machine that we're making now. We we have uh, four of those, the 1500 millimeter. So those will cut mm-hmm. up to like just under 60 inches. Um, and then they'll swing a 10 inch diameter part. So pretty sweet. Um, but we have four of those going to the Sigwo guys. So we've really been pushing the, the gun furniture for them because I mean, the, the biggest thing with that is that if we can prove how much money they can make off of these jobs they're getting, then, you know, we Mm -hmm. can show people, you know, you can make good money and there's, Mm -hmm. there's a bunch of different, uh, niches you can get into and, but this one in particular, like they're trying to get a contract for 500 um, sets of furniture. So that's, mm. you know, four, four parts to each gun. And um, so 500 sets, uh, I think it's like 160 bucks a set. So mm. 500, it's like almost, almost $80,000 if they get the contract. And then that's um, like six weeks worth of work with five machines. So you do the math on that. Like if you did that, a few times a year, that's pretty good money. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. it's a pretty good return on investment for the first one. But um, yeah, so pushing pushing to see how, how well that does for them. And, um, you know, it shows the, the quality of the parts also, because if they can repeat that many parts and they all look great, then the machines mm-hmm. are doing great. 
but yeah, working on that, working on just getting other orders and plugging away at that stuff and trying to streamline things and make it faster. So getting a few yeah, more. I think I saw, I guess I saw Jeff had his all set up. Yeah. So Jeff, uh, Jeff Stein. Yep. Jeff Stein got his set up. He got, um, so he was, he got it set up and then he was waiting on the spindle mount and then he got the spindle mm-hmm. mount. Um, and so I think he's ready to start cutting actually today because I saw he had the spindle on <clears throat> in the last uh, story he shared. Um, and he's using a software called Desk Proto, which we have a, a license for because they sent it to us to try it, but we haven't mm. really like dived into it too deep. Um, but it seems like Jeff was able to get it posted to the machine pretty easy, which is good because you, ne- you never really know with a three-axis post if it's going to work as a three-axis or a four-axis. You know, and if, you know, most of the time, if it, if it has a fourth motor it's trying to use and it can't, it's not a big deal. But you know, you never really know with the post processor, like if you have to like tweak it to work right with the machine. Um, mm-hmm. So it seems like the Desk Proto works pretty good. Fusion works good, but we had to uh, um, we have a bunch of like weird entry and exit G codes that it adds. So that's something we got to either clean up in the post or just find a way to fix the fix the G code, which is kind of annoying to to do that every time. But um, mm. so Jeff got his. Scott's been using his quite a bit the last week. I think he said he, he made something like 20 mortar shells already. And I think he's had it like mm. a week, maybe. Nice. Um, and then another Has one. Has Ky- Kyle been using his? I saw so, he had a rotary video, but I uh, I didn't get, I didn't watch it. But uh, I didn't know if that talked so about Kyle, using it with yours or what. No. So Kyle has had the machine built and he's been waiting on a spindle mount. And... You know, when, when I talked to him, because he asked me for a spin amount at first, and I was like, yeah, I'll see if I can get you one. And um, we just had a lot going on in the shop. And I'm like, dude, I don't, I don't want you to wait on me. So why don't you, you should probably just order order one from Amazon or something. You'll probably get it quicker than us, like, making it and Cerakoting it and mm-hmm. and sending it out. And uh, apparently the one he ordered, or, or I guess it's just hard to get one at all. So it, it took, it like, a month to get the spindle mount. And... <laughs> But he didn't, he hadn't really said anything about it. And, uh, you know, I checked in with him and I'm like, do you, do you need any help or is anything, you know, like what's going on? And he's like, I'm still waiting on the spindle mount. I'm like, oh damn dude. Like I didn't know it would take that long or we would have made it. And he's like, that's all right. It should be here any day. And I'm like, all right. But he's super busy. Uh, Mm. Nick's super busy also. I talked to him and, you know, with his, uh, you know, skyscrapers, you know, the, that he's designing or not designing, but modeling and, mm-hmm. and all, all his titties. He's all, he's, his hands are full, but he, he, uh. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, but he was like, uh, he's like, yeah, he's like, man, if somebody would come up here and help me put it together, he's like, I'd really appreciate it. I just don't have time for it. Yeah. And I was like, dude, I was like, I'll come up there. It's like, uh, I'll, I was like, that's only like eight hours for me. So I, I'll just come up on these weekends and hang out mm. and I'll, you know, finish getting it together for you. And he's like, dude, you come up here. He's like, I will put you up and uh, take you out for a nice time. <laughs> I was like, sounds like a date. <laughs> but, uh, uh, and then a couple more went out. We got uh, a guy, Louie. He's supposed to get his like today or tomorrow, I think is when which I mean, it's eight o'clock at night now. So I don't know if you got it today or not, but mm. anyway, so it, it's exciting though, seeing them actually get put together and people start using them. 
Yeah. Kind of. Yeah, that's cool. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, you'll have probably a hundred of them out before I ever get mine working. Probably. Mine, just so everyone knows, mine's not a mine's not one of yours. <laughs> right. So that's probably no, the problem. I actually uh, somebody reached out to me the other day, and they were like, "Yeah, I, uh, I love the the design and the size of it." They're like, "I have a," and they said they had a a Frankenstein shape oko. And I was like, "Huh, I've heard of that before, but." It's mm. not yours. <laughs> it's not the Franken Pogo, but they do have a mm. shape Oko that they had added a rotary to. Uh, mm. huh? And uh, it, it looks it, does, like it, it doesn't have the official doesn't have the official uh, Franken Pogo sticker. No, it doesn't. I don't think so. Mm. But uh, it, I mean, it looked like it was working well for them. But they're like, yeah, it's you know, it's, it seems to work. They, they said they're using some other software though. Besides, uh, is it Carbide Create that comes with that? Mm. Yeah. Okay. So he said so he was using something else, but I forgot what it was. But thought it was inter- interesting that they had a converted a shape oko to a rotary, also. Mm. But they didn't maybe fix. I should, maybe I should contact them. Maybe uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll maybe send you their info. <laughs> yeah, but they they didn't uh, they didn't fix theirs into a three axis the way yours was. It was like still three axes, and then they added mm. the fourth, which is like in the middle of the bed. But mm, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, one day maybe I'll figure it out. To be honest with you, I haven't really spent much time with it lately. I've been so busy with everything else. I didn't expect all this stuff to be happening with the the house and everything. And then, uh, oh, yeah. you know, I'm still doing laser stuff and 3D printers and all sorts yep. of stuff. I got that net new uh, Xtool P2, the mm. their CO2. It's like yeah, a 55 yeah. watt CO2. Nice. And I tell you what, at first I couldn't get it running. Um, and I don't, I don't know what happened. If it just, I just. I, I don't I don't know. I, I did something stupid, obviously. But I told the company, I was like, yeah, I can't get it working. You know, I need like some tech support or whatever. So they set up a video chat with me, you know, from China, which is 12 hours different. And so, you know, he just gets to work at like nine in the morning. So it's nine at nine o'clock at night here. Hmm. And I'm like, yeah, you know. Uh, I'm like, here, watch it. When I go to jog it, it's not going to move. And I go to jog it and it's like, pew, 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 pew. It's, it's moving. No problem. I was like, <laughs> I was like, uh, well, you know, the processing page doesn't work. I click processing and it's, and it loads the page. No problem. I was like, hmm. <laughs> like, uh, all right, guess I'm good. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> They're probably like, dumb American. <laughs> Did you They're hit, very nice, though. So, did yeah. you hit reset button? <laughs> yeah. Did you try turning it off and turning it back on? That's probably what I needed to do. And, did you uh, give it a new USB or a new PC? <laughs> <laughs> Install new USB or yeah. replace P- replace computer with USB. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I, honestly, even not working, it was still better than that that G-Wike <clears throat> machine. Mm. Um it's crazy because like my biggest complaint about that was every time you would run a job, you had to, so they, they sell that machine as it has like an automatic height setting, Hmm. like, like to adjust the Z height on the laser. Hmm. And that is true. If you're using their software, which did not work for me and you use their, material because there's a um what do you call those codes the uh the ones the not like a barcode but the new like a qr yeah 
they have QR codes on them and it can see the QR code because it has a camera in it, which also didn't work. Um, so basically this whole thing doesn't work, but this is how they sell it to you that, you know, you put their material in their camera reads that QR code and, and puts it into their software, tells the software that it's three millimeter thick Lexans, and then it goes and changes or acrylic. Then it goes and changes all the settings and, adjust the offset of the laser and boom you're making stuff and that sounds great but like i said none of that stuff worked so with the x tool it's got a little button it's got two buttons you can click one and it's got like a little infrared laser and it reads the thickness it it, you know can see how how offset it is from there factory setting and i put in like a piece of three millimeter acrylic it's like three mil you press that button it's like three millimeters like it's Mm. perfect every single time it knows exactly what it is nice um so yeah with that that g-wike you would you would need to if you're using light burn you would need to measure the material and then you subtracted that from 17 so if you had you know three millimeter you, you would subtract that from 17 and you would put your offset in as 14, but you had to manually press the button. So it would lower the laser 14 millimeters. Mm. And every time it would run a job, it would reset to, it would go back to zero. So you could like stop a job partway through, you know, maybe you screwed up a setting and, and stopped it real quick. It would go home out and then you'd forget or at least I would forget to reset that Z height Then I'd go to run it again, thinking it's all going to be good. And now the Z is too high. So instead of having like a nice fine line, it's all, you know, jacked up and it Mm. ruins your part. So that, uh, that X tool is much better. I mean, it's more expensive, but it actually works. So (laughs) I guess that's that's a good trade off. That's uh, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Uh, yeah, that thing's pretty cool. I've been messing around with that. I'm going to try to get, I think by the time this podcast gets posted, I should have a video on that just with, you know, just a quick one, nothing, mm. nothing too in depth, but that, and I'm messing with that new 3d printer, the cheaty, which is mm. spelled Q I D I, but everyone says cheaty. I don't know if just one person said cheaty and everyone was like, Oh, that must be how you say it or what, but that's what I'm calling huh. it. Okay. So. It's kind of like one of those bamboo labs. Oh, yeah. I can't remember if I talked about this last week. Uh, I think you might have, yeah. Yeah, honestly, I haven't even fired that thing up yet. I got like a 3D scanner I'm messing with too. Uh, Creality sent me one to do a video Mm. on. That thing's cool. But the problem problem I got with that is you're going to love this. You know, I have an iPhone. It's (laughs) not meant to work with iPhones. It'll (laughs) only work with Androids. Ah, darn. So, yeah, I mean. Sorry, Keith. Do they think I'm like a poor person or something? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yep. So uh, you should just I, email them back and be like, what do I look like a peasant? No. Yeah. Give me something better. <laughs> yeah. You forgot. You forgot to make this work with sophisticated people's phones. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Awesome. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll sneak that into the review or something, but you know, <laughs> make it a little less. A little less. Uh, just come out with like a top hat and a, a monocle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Throw in the suit. trash. <laughs> Doesn't even work with an iPhone. <laughs> so it also will not work with my Mac computer, which isn't a big deal because I do have a uh, uh, 
like a PC laptop or Windows laptop. Um, so I can use it with that. And I guess the, my problem is, you know, if you use it on the phone, it's supposed to like the phone mounts to it. So as you move around, you're like looking at the screen and it just seems like that would be a little better way to use it. Whereas mm. I have it on my computer. So I'm like scanning over here and looking at my computer and you know, it's real, you got to make sure you're like the right distance away from stuff. And, mm. um, I don't know. Otherwise you can lose tracking. It, it's, it's pretty easy to use. I, I find it if I put it on, uh, like a tripod and then I use, um, a chair with a swivel top and I just put whatever I want to scan on that. I can just slowly spin that top. And mm. I know they make like those, whatever turntable things that spin automatically, but they're like a hundred bucks and I haven't wanted to buy one. So, mm. I'm just going to do it this way for now. Nice. I, uh, I managed to piss off like everyone on TikTok, like everyone, nice. at least half of, I, I think I got this video. It's got like 8 million views and at least half of them are incredibly angry. <laughs> I, um, use that engine hoist again. Yeah. Too. So I was using that. I used it for a couple things. I needed to remove a bunch of bushes and I was like, man, I can just, use this throw a <laughs> toe strap around the bush you know jack the the engine hoist up and it, it should pull it out and it, it did it pulled most of them most of the way out and i was just able to drive forward and it you know it pulled the rest of the roots out but yeah you know, I, I just th- thought it, that was better instead of just like hooking onto it and driving out because that's yeah. all pulling you know sideways so yeah, it just yeah. really rips up the ground and this just pulled it pulled them straight out of the ground i did like 30 bushes and like uh, I don't know, a couple hours, two or three hours tops. Hmm. Uh, I got a whole pile of them in front of my house. If anybody needs any bushes and you're in South Carolina, <laughs> let me know. I got you. Nice. I don't know if the, uh, if the yard or the, uh, cleanup people are going to take those. I hope they will, <laughs> but otherwise they're going to be there for a while. Yeah. Um, just burn them bonfire. Yeah. Yeah. yeah my neighbors will love that. They, <laughs> they never complain, but the one guy did complain the one time I was burning like wet leaves. Um, so I'm sure he, he wouldn't appreciate that, but yeah. So like I said, I was pulling bushes out and I had recorded myself putting it on there before I did that. Cause for some reason, those videos always seem to do better. Like if I use the engine hoist, no one cares, but if I mount it on my truck, it, it, the videos will go ballistic. Like they always get millions of views. Um, so I, I needed to move an engine that's between my like garage, my metalworking garage, and the, the new lean to for the blacksmith mm. shop, just cause I just wanted it out of the way. Um, and you know, I mounted it and then just used it to pick up this, this flathead, uh, Ford flathead engine and just drove away with it. And people are like, that won't work. You're gonna, you know, the first guy was like, I guess tongue weight doesn't matter. And <laughs> that, that comment, or no, this one guy goes, those hitch bolts are screaming. His comment alone has four, uh, 4,457 likes and 120 comments. And I mean, there was one comment, some guy said something. And then 50 comments later, I saw he commented again where he was, they were talking about like, if what he said was threatening. So I don't know what the fuck happened. I didn't go back and read all of those, but people are like losing their minds in this comment (laughs) section. And then I still got the guys that are like, 
Puddin did it first, but one guy tagged Puddin and goes, Puffin did it first. <laughs> you know, obviously a typo because the F is right next to the D. But so now me and Lucas, um, uh, man made in MA have been calling him Puffin. <laughs> and like, we'll always, because he posted another video where people people were saying it and I was doing like the thing from Spongebob where it's like a, a lowercase letter and a capital and a lowercase capital. And it, I was like, Puffin did it first. Yeah, it's funny. So yeah, we keep going back on that, but man, these people are just ridiculous. I, and you know, again, like the one guy, he's like, I guess tongue weight is irrelevant. And I, I, I don't know if they fully understand that. Maybe I don't fully understand it either, but you know, tongue weight is going to be something with where you're pulling a trailer and you don't want, you don't want to have so much weight on your tongue that you're lifting a bunch of weight off the, um, front of the vehicle and making it unstable while you're driving. Yeah. And I'm moving engines around my yard. So <laughs> it, it, if they think that the tongue weight is set at say 500 pounds, like what do they think the failure point is? Do they think, and I don't know, maybe there's five or six bolts that are holding this on. There may be more that hold the hitch onto the frame. Right. What do they think the weak point is? Like, do they think that the bolts are going to shear off? Because if that's the case, I've got two three eighth inch thick bolts just holding the engine. So obviously the bolts are fine. Like <laughs> I could see. So I have um, straps on the top that will prevent it from twisting. Yeah. Because there, you know, you don't have like the legs out, so there's no way to 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 really keep that engine hoist upright. It's always going to want to pull yeah. down. Right. So I have two straps that are hooked on like the support bars on the back, um, and they go to the little like whatever things in my bed. Hmm. Um, they're little ratchet strap. Yeah. yeah. Uh, attachment points. Um, <clears throat> and that just keeps it up. And I mean, I've used I've moved my 800 pound little giant power hammer with no problem. And now I'm moving an engine and everybody's like losing their mind. You know, they're like, Oh, you better not drive that on. You, you better, you better not use that to pull a trailer anymore. You you've, you've wrecked that hitch and whatever. It's like, <laughs> Oh, Lord. the truck is ruined. Yeah. The engineers of TikTok. It, it's crazy. If you have a TikTok, I suggest you go look on there and just read through them. There's, <laughs> there's another one, 900 pounds on a 600 pound hitch. <laughs> Again, like what, why do you, what do you think 600 pounds of tongue weight means? Like, uh, to me, I don't think that means that it's not capable of holding 600 pounds of downward force. Yeah. There's no you know, way. I, I think it's a safety issue with, with removing too much weight from the front of the vehicle, right. you know, ma- making, the, making, ha- having yeah, so much weight imagine- on the back that it lifts all that, w- the, the weight off the front. Imagine how much weight is forward of the rear axle. Like, right. You know like what I mean? Cause that would be your, engine, your that's yeah, exactly. Truck. Your engine alone. <laughs> that is also eight feet that direction. Not yeah. Two feet behind it. Yeah. So physics, man, that's very complicated. Yeah. And then, you know, the other people are all just bashing it cause it's a Ford and they're like, <laughs> they're like, Oh, good thing. You got an extra engine for it now. Like I'm going to, <laughs> pull over and and shove a you know 50s flathead in there real quick just because my engine's just gonna blow to start or connecting all your hoses and stuff from those <laughs> extension hoses to, to so it's hanging back there 
That's great. Yeah. But like I said, I mean, uh, the other half of the people think I'm absolutely brilliant, but they just don't know that, you know, I copied Puffin. So, right. That's, makes that's me awesome. feel good, though. Yeah. Or you get these people that are like, like, been doing this for 20 years, nothing new. It's <laughs> like, <laughs> like, do you say that on everything? Like, does somebody build a chair and you're like, people have been building chairs for thousands of years. Nothing new. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I, I don't know. People love complaining. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they really do. Yeah, here's another one. Puddin's Fab Shop. <laughs> Puffin. Oh, boy. Well, you know what we haven't done yet? Uh, we, haven't, talk- we haven't figured out a good way to oh. work in our, our ad read. I think we need to, to like, <laughs> plan. Yeah. <laughs> plan how to uh, uh, you need work a- in better. You need to get like a, a sign behind you, like a like an illuminated like sponsor mm. sign. Like the, I'll the have claws. the raccoon come out <laughs> and be like, be like, do the ad read, Corey. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm going to hang out with the bats. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Anyways, uh, if you do have a CNC machine, you're going to want to make sure that you check out Pwn CNC. That's p w n c n c dot com. Uh, they got spindles they're uh, all pre-wired kits really easy to install uh, they'll all be you know set up to work with your machine he's got a number of machines he can do them for and i think he can probably make it work for pretty much anything if uh you know if you had some oddball machine or something that you wanted to put one on um but they got dust boots the best dust boots i've ever used i've been using those for as long as i've had my cnc um He's always coming up with like new generations, making little tweaks here and there and, uh, clamps, uh, they got the speed setter, all sorts of stuff. Really good stuff. You got to make sure you check them out. So, yeah, I don't know about those dust boots though. I hear they really suck. (laughs) (laughs) Got him. (laughs) There you go, folks. Uh, A Corey joke that made Chris laugh. (laughs) Hang on. on. What are they not working? Where's my sound people? <laughs> <laughs> there they are. <laughs> there they are. They're, they're a little uh, late. Give them a break. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> speaking of this, this soundboard, so Toby messaged me and he's like, this was like two weeks ago. He's like, hey, uh, you know, we we recorded an episode and we used a bunch <laughs> of sounds and now I don't see where to get, where to download the track. And I, and I showed him and I was like, well, you know, see, like I got mine and I got Corey's and, and I got, um, there's like a transcript. Now it, it like writes out our whole podcast into a transcript. Mm-hmm. And then it's got the, the, the sounds that are added. And he's like, yeah, no, I don't have that. <laughs> like, well, it's going to be a weird episode then. So <laughs> if, if you listened like a couple weeks ago to their episode, they would like be talking about different sound bites and whatever, but then there would just be nothing. Nice. <laughs> so, <laughs> which I think made it funny. funny. <laughs> but, uh, it's awesome. Then he messaged me again and he's like, he's like, so, uh, and I know you can't see this, Corey, but there's, if you hover over it, there's a little X and if you mm. click the X, it just deletes it. No, it no. doesn't ask you like, <laughs> are you sure you want to delete this or would you like to delete this? It's Nothing. Gone. It's just gone. Nice. So, cause I did it with the baseball sound, the one that was mm-hmm. like, did it, did it, did it. Um, I was like, oh, what is this? And I hit the X, it just disappeared. And I was like, well, I guess that's gone forever. <laughs> so he goes, awesome. uh, he goes, we we removed the um, 
the drum one, the da da da. And he's like, uh, I guess I could have just hit the button. He's like, how do I get it back? I was like, dude, I have no idea. Gone, I was like, I, I don't know why you think I'm tech support for these people, but <laughs> yeah. I, I know about as much as you do about this. Right. So I've had it for one week longer than he has, but it made me laugh anyways. <laughs> yeah. He was yeah, like, he was like, how do I get it back? I was like, dude, I have no idea. I, I said, I can download one and send it to you. Maybe I can, somehow <laughs> I can, I can download this one and send it to him, but otherwise it's gone. Hmm. As long as I don't delete our laugh track for you. You're going to go back and delete your actual laugh. So it's just dead silence. (laughs) Like every other time I make a joke, you go delete your laugh. (laughs) I I need crickets. Oh, yeah. You know what we should do? Anybody that wants us to get like Mm. a sound or have a sound, has a sound that they could send us, contact us, and uh, I'll get it uploaded into here and then we'll try to work it in. Because I do oh. think they're pretty funny. Oh, that'll be good. Yeah, I like the drums. Jesus, that was, that was a little loud. loud. <laughs> oh, turning it down. It keeps doing it. <laughs> you blow, blow your ear drums out. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's what I say every time you tell a joke. You fucking got me. <laughs> yep. Damn. Uh, I, I had speaking a story. of Toby, maybe we should. Uh, uh, all right. No, no. Uh, I've no, lost tell your story. Twice. I've, told, I've lost oh, it twice already. All right, like, well, listen. You were talking, and then I remembered it, and I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah I'm going to say that, and then I forgot it again. Do whatever so. you got to do to remember it. I'm going to go through and read these patrons. <laughs> okay. And, uh, you know, like I said, do whatever you got to do. If you got to take your headphones off so you can't hear me. <laughs> um, okay. Did I close the thing? I'm the worst. Oh no. oh, no, here it is. All right. Well, anyways, if you would like to support us on Patreon and help me get the raccoons out of my roof, <laughs> uh, you can check us out over at patreon.com slash makeshift podcast. We had a couple different tiers over there. The top one will get you into a chat group on Instagram, which is pretty fun. Uh, you'll be able to see the pictures of all the stuff that I deem too dumb to post on Instagram, which, you know, I post a lot on Instagram. So, <laughs> uh, Anyways, we read everyone's name off every week. And we've to start, we've got Keith Drennan from Blackthorn Concepts, Ed Johns from ButtJoints.com, JJ's Repair, Green Street Joinery, Michael Nye, Vincent Ferrari, Brenda, Chad's Custom Creations, Mike from Pixels to Prototype, Toby Merle of UK Knife Maker Supply, Henry Davis of H21 Metalworks, Woodland Iron, David Beckwith, Matthew from Archiano Serio, Jake Largan of Metal Chef Customs, MaritimeKnifeSupply.com, Adam Coonrat, David Wood, The Grant Alexander, Austin Saunders, Brad at Brad's Customs, and Jeff Stein, a weird guy. So thank you all for the support. We really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you guys. <clears throat> what you got? Do you remember that story? So it wasn't a story. It was, uh, oh, you were talking Jesus about... Christ. The transcript. <laughs> we have a transcript. Uh-huh. You should send me the transcript, and I'll put it into ChatGPT uh-huh. and tell it to make a better podcast <laughs> and see what it comes up with for dialogue for us. If it's like funnier or not. Did you see those stories I put in the in the group chat? That were like, <laughs> I think I saw one of them. I really about, want. Oh man, if I could, if I could find I it now, what it was. That, that's there was the one about with that there was one chat. about Tony that was pretty funny, but I I don't know if I screenshot that or what. Mm. 
that's the problem with that chat that it's like if you if you miss like like it'll blow up for like an hour and if you miss it you come oh, in yeah. at the end of a conversation have no idea what was going on yeah but it is pretty funny let me see real quick if i can find it i know i have a screenshot in a few of them but it might be too far too far gone anyway you got anything else going on i, I th- thought we were waiting for you to look this up well i, I can or do you up. mean why you're looking yeah yeah wait why we're looking Tell us, tell us a funny story. I'll put you on the spot. Yeah, this one time I went into <laughs> Domino's where I used to work. Oh, God. Here we go. Nah, I'm not going to tell that story. I was just going to make fun of you for your stupid story last week. Oh, Did anybody yeah. message you about that? No, not really. Yeah, they probably stopped listening at that point. Just Brad where he said he, how, how bad he felt for me. <laughs> mm. Oh, you know who messaged me? Uh, Henry Davis, HD1 Metalworks. He -hmm. was like, hey, I got a few videos blowing up right now and I absolutely can't keep up with all the messages I'm getting, Mm. um, which is awesome. But, you know, he, these are people that are trying to like put in with, put in orders. He's like, what do I do? And I was like, uh, at first I thought it was comments. I was like, well, you know, I'll, I'll ignore a lot of the dumb comments. He's like, no, these are all messages. And he's getting like tons and tons of nice. messages of people asking questions, which, like I said, is freaking awesome. But uh, I didn't really have a good good answer on on how to deal with that because I mean, I guess around Christmas time I, it would be pretty crazy. But my stuff was pretty straightforward. Where I feel like his is a little more, you know, a little more more specialized or, or personalized towards people. Yeah. Um. So I don't know if uh, maybe someone has some advice they can give him or. If, uh, if you message the podcast, we can talk about that next week. That would oh, yeah. Be pretty, yeah, for a, sure. Pretty good topic, I think. Yeah, I yeah that'd be a good one. one. Uh, yeah, at some so, point we need to have him back on, see what mm-hmm. he's been up to. and yeah, He's been trying to answer messages. That's what he's been up to. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, so, yeah, good luck with that, Henry. Uh, like I said, I'm glad glad you're doing, doing well and everything, but uh, I'm sorry I don't have a good answer for you on how to deal with that maybe it would be better to try to convert those messages to emails um because like my biggest complaint about instagram messenger is you can never search through it well it seems like um you know so it's it kind of seems like some messages can get lost and whatever and and if someone's trying to order something specific that's obviously not what you want happening so yeah um you know maybe the best thing to do is if they are serious give them your email and maybe come up with uh, a list and he may already have this you know something to fill out of what you would like and then yeah you know if you need to further talk to them about that you can do that through email um you know, Instagram message, it works, you know, I'll talk to all my friends on there and shoot the shit and whatever, but I don't think I'd want to use it for, for really business specifically, you know? Yeah. So yeah. Well, that's all I I got. I did. What do you got? I did find the story. Yeah. Thank God. I hope it's a good one after all this. I mean, it's all right. (laughs) So I, I I typed into chat GPT something about, um, you know, there's a, there's a, there's a big bully named Tony at Maker Camp. And he likes bullying this guy named Corey. And then this is the story it came up with. And it says, once upon a time, there was a big bully named Tony. He was a towering figure with bulging muscles. 
and he loved nothing more than to intimidate people. I'm glad his, his fa- muscles are bulging. <laughs> yeah. His favorite target was a guy named Corey, who was a bit of a jokester. One day at Maker Camp, Corey made a really funny joke about Tony. It was so funny that everyone in the camp was laughing, including Tony's own friends. Tony was embarrassed and humiliated, and he vowed to get revenge on Corey. <laughs> so Tony spent the entire year training for his revenge. He lifted weights, practiced his throws, and even took swimming lessons to make sure he could throw Corey as far as possible into the duck pond. Finally, the day of Maker Camp arrived, and Tony was ready. He strode up to Corey, who was blissfully unaware of the impending danger, and picked him up by the waist. With a mighty heave, Tony flung Corey through the air and towards the duck pond. But just as Corey... This part makes no sense. This is where you know Chad GPT is just a little out of it. But just as Corey was about to hit the water, he pulled out a small remote control and pressed a button. Suddenly, a jet of water shot up from the pond, drenching Tony from head to toe. <laughs> Everyone at Maker Camp burst out laughing, and even Tony had to admit that it was a pretty funny prank. From that day on, Tony stopped bullying Corey, and even started to appreciate his sense of humor. And as for Corey, he continued to make jokes and pull pranks, but he made sure to stay far away from any duck ponds. (laughs) What doesn't make sense about that, though, is... What did the remote do? <laughs> and how did the... I don't know, it turned on some water jet thing. Uh, to be honest with you, I think that's pretty crazy that some some AI was able to come up with that. Like, where where that where would it even think of that, you know? There I mean, were probably a few more like, prompts. Like, I probably put something like, Corey, Tony, Duck Pond, Maker Camp. Like, I had to have had those cues in there. Hmm. Like, it doesn't know everything, but... Um. Not, not yet. <laughs> yeah now, now it knows the, what maker like, camp is yeah all of that was funny except i was like what the hell does the 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 jet of water even do like it shot tony in the face but what happened to me did i just keep flying <laughs> like they could have addressed that but anyway i thought it was pretty funny yeah you need to get more clarification on that yeah i do <laughs> you should have asked <laughs> please clarify yeah please clarify how this what happened how this me. remote control <laughs> saved me <laughs> Oh, boy. All right. What do you think? You want to call it a day there? Yeah, yeah. Good. All right. Thank you for listening, everyone. And we will see everyone next week. All right. See you.